I just I just legit finished watching it right now. These motherfuckers just went and stole shit in 2005 from the airport. 7.5 mil, only 1.5 mil recovered. It was amazing, bro. It's like, oh, and then you, 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 but when you hear this documentary, you're like, damn, this is Miami. This is the good shit. It's not a cliche about Miami, is it? Like, it really is like the scammer capital of the world. Absolutely. And just shit like that. I mean, the the assassination of that, of the it was a Haitian president, right, BT? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it looks like that was organized in Miami. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, the, we we're not even going to get into like historically the eighties, how it was like the terminal for the Colombians and the Mexicans to get cocaine in yeah. all the corruption, historically, the, like the there's stuff going so on now. Shit. Yeah. There's yeah, so much like, shit going on, but it's always been like, like it's crazy. Cause Miami it, people that don't really pay attention or think of Miami as just like a vacation spot. They're like, and I, I hear it all the time when I came up, when I came up here to New York, like, oh, but, but Miami's so much fun. They're like the beach and the party and all. I'm like, yeah, all that shit's true. But like the Miami's like also very uh, crazy and corrupt. Right. right. And, right, right. <laughs> and, you know, it's like the Wild yeah. West down there. It's, people, it's what people perceive of it. Miami, they, everybody thinks Miami's like it's at beach and parties. People don't know the real Miami. Oh, yeah. No, no. There's always something going on that you're like, holy shit, this happened. And you find out. Yeah. Like, yes. While you're in the beach scheming on some girl on the beach or or somebody, there is somebody out there, you know, scheming something like uh, very uh, bad. Yeah. You know, and, I, I, and I don't want to say that Miami, that's all what Miami is about. But, you know, the. There, there is a saying in the world that not every single fraudster is from Miami, but all the fraudsters. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. Look, like it was described to me. I heard someone say um, up here in New York, they were like, once I told them I was from Miami, they're like, oh, oh Miami's so much fun, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I don't know about living there. Because it's just like, uh, yeah, the environment, the, the pace, like it's very like laid back and whatnot. And I was like, well, yeah, look, there's a lot of people in Miami that are materialistic and they, they are more concerned with appearing or giving off the impression that they're successful and doing well rather than actually being successful and doing well. Now, right. I'm in New York, so I'm like, let's not pretend like everyone in New York is down to earth. Like people up here are very materialistic and shit too, but you will find more people up here are a little more about the hustle, you know, like they're a little more about the grind and actually trying to be successful. That's why it's so competitive up here job wise and whatnot. But, you know, they're concerned with the same stuff. It's just, you're less likely to find like, a scammer like a low-level scammer the scammers in new york yeah. are like on wall street and shit like they're like high-level scammers but it's just it's a different vibe like it's again cliche when people say the pace in new york is faster but it is because like everyone's like a lot of the people are like on their shit like they're trying to you know that i guess that's also where that other generalization stereotype that new yorkers are mean because yeah, everyone's like kind of just trying to get from point A to point B and do their own thing. They're only worried about their own thing. But like I said, like people are a little more about the hustle here. And in, in Miami, they want to look like they're hustling without actually hustling. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people get stuck down there. I mean, we know how many people we know got stuck there. Like they never left. It's like its own little world, its own little thing. And now fucking Mayor Bitcoin down there is an asshole like Suarez I hate that guy him and his dad just assholes uh they're like oh yeah they're they're trying to I mean we've talked about it all this shit like these tech companies and financial services companies moving down there and th their people are showing videos of shit in like Davie and acting like it's my downtown uh -huh. Miami 
And they're like, oh, look, come to Miami. Look how nice it is. But I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's not Miami. That's not what it looks like. That's not what it is. And it's, they're just, it's a bunch of bullshit. And they're like, the people that actually make Miami, Miami, they're going to get driven out by Mayor Bitcoin and his fucking people because they're trying to make it look like something it's not. But you come to Miami and you're going to see a difference. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's just you know when you're here, you know when you're here, you're like there's a certain uh freedom to it when it comes to I mean I guess mentally like freedom to it, where where you're there and you're like ah. you know you get to like man, like this is wild, like this is great, and then there's other people that are like oh yeah I live in Miami no, well well sir, you live about seventy five miles away. <laughs> it's not yeah. I mean you know Boy, whatever it's not Miami <laughs> yeah it's not the same but okay whatever I mean claim claim what claim what you must post what you must and let people believe what you know they want to believe but when you're down here you know it you yes. know it but there's this why reason why when it comes to like Memorial Day weekend people come down to Miami from Atlanta from other all other parts of the world especially the States, it's just, it, 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 it's a feeling you won't get anywhere else. And that's just what it is. I know, I know we're all from Miami, so it, it might sound biased to anyone that's not from Miami. And, and I'm sure a lot of people talk like this about where they're from, but it, it's just hard. It's hard to describe because Miami really is its own thing. Like I've been, I've had, I've been fortunate enough to be, other places within the U.S. live somewhere else in the U.S. I've visited other countries, different continents. I've been fortunate to experience things like that. And Miami really is like its own thing. Like, it's funny. Even New York, Fabi, when we were in Europe, New York and London and even Paris, it's not that much of a difference, to be honest. Like, yeah, like the feeling wise like obviously they're all different cities different cultures whatever but like in terms of i don't know just the vibe it's kind of similar right the closest thing i've seen to miami was when we were in spain but that's also different because they're like th those spanish people like yeah yeah they're wild. That, that that siesta is actually real those motherfuckers are out <laughs> those motherfuckers are out so like they really are out to like partying all night. They don't wake up till like 12. Bro, look, when Fabio and I were in Spain, we got up like at 10, like not even that early. It's like 10 a.m. And we're like, yo, let's go get some coffee. Everyone's fucking closed. Yeah. You're like, I'm sleeping, bro. Come back at noon when I wake up, when I feel like getting to, to my fucking coffee shop. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, you wait. <laughs> Spain is different, bro. <laughs> Spain, you really like you go out there, right? You really live. Like it's it's you know what it is, is that everybody is bound by what they know. Wait, one so, second, one second, one second, and then continue. Let's just carefully. We were in Madrid. So I Madrid. can't speak for the rest of Spain. Madrid, continue. Right. We we were in my in, in Madrid where like man, we were drunk as hell riding around everywhere and everything was happening and it's like everything was okay but when you're there there is a sense of i'm not gonna say freedom but i'm gonna be like there is a way of uh they're loose yes it's like yeah it, it, it's an escape from what you're normally used to where you can do things differently than what you're accustomed of used to and you know, you're in, you're in a different, you're in a different country. You're living on different laws. You're, you're living life in a, in a different way where you're used to. And man, that is a freedom of its own because it's, it's something that you're like, wow, I'm not used to that. I'm not okay with that. But like, you're out there wild and drinking, 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 you come from club to club, walking around with alcohol. It just, it doesn't matter. It exactly. doesn't matter. You're not going to get pulled over. You're, you know, it's just, and it's a phenomenal way of living. It's, 
It's a different type of freedom. <laughs> Very free. <laughs> and it's great. Uh, <laughs> all, all, all I would say to anyone that's not, that hasn't been to these European countries where the rules are different is um, don't apply your American sensibilities to their way of life. That's all I'll say because they got they do have different rules over there. And I'll say, you know what else I'll say? Beijing, when I was in China, those people party till 6 a.m. also. Like they got they got that Miami uh element to them too. Like they're they're out and partying till early in the morning. I I love New York. I lived in New York for a while. I I like it. But New York has that nickname of city that never sleeps. That's bullshit. Because Miami parties harder than they do. Madrid parties harder than they do. Beijing parties harder than they do. And that's just where I've been. I'm sure there's other cities I'm missing where they party harder. But I, I got to give Beijing their flowers. China was a fun trip also. Yep. Right. I, I'm dying. I'm, I'm dying to go out there somewhere different. And, you know, just to see what it is like. And, and, and it's not just like the, you know, the environment. It's just. We can. You got to get vaccinated, but we can vaccinated i mean right now i heard france is like uh right they, now they, like, they're protesting know. vaccine passports well, i right saw now, that today to, you need to be 100 percent vaccinated i heard the other day yeah and the people are protesting i i just heard i saw that today and then my friend my friend in beijing um yoni he told me there's not even like they're still not doing direct flights from i don't know if it's the u.s at least from new york to beijing they're not and even if you go, they it's a mandato- mandatory quarantine for two weeks, even if you're vaccinated. I mean, the, the, damn, even if you're vaccinated? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they're way stricter. They've been way stricter over there on that since the very beginning. So, I mean, I guess just time has to pass until things become more normal everywhere. But I think... Because I think in Europe, you can, I've seen people from Americans going to like Italy and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can go to Europe if you're vaccinated. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think there's a problem if you're vaccinated. If you're not, I don't know if they're not letting you or they're making you quarantine or whatever the deal is. But I think France re- requires you to be vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and mind you, I love France. Like I, I am French at heart, but you know, but goddamn. You know, whatever happened to like, you know, my body, my choice or whatever, like I'm not okay with people being reprimanded for being vaccinated or people being reprimanded for not being vaccinated. I think it was a while back that it was I think we talked about it, that it was like a a school that was uh, saying that like, oh, Oh, yeah, uh, you're not vaccinated. No, it was it was the other way around. That school said if you're that school was like reprimanding their people that are vaccinated if they, if they got vaccinated yeah, yeah that was a yeah, school yeah. in miami right 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 and it's like to me it's one of those things that it's like listen i am not okay with you with you demanding for people to not be vaccinated and for people to be vaccinated it's like wait 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 a minute wait a minute and it's like you know let them make their choice along the line of things but you know don't don't make them make a choice let them come to it on their own see here here's the thing where we've where we've like when we've talked about it um if you're not vaccinated but respecting the rules like as in your social distancing you're wearing masks like that's one thing yeah even if i think you should still get vaccinated because i mean i'm vaccinated and i think everyone should be but if you're not but you're following the rules as in, all right, let me, I don't know what just happened there. Yeah, I know. Um, VT disappeared for anyone that's listening. So we'll see what, when he rejoins us, but to continue my point, if you're not vaccinated, but following rules, that's one thing, but then the people that are not vaccinated and not following rules, and they're kind of taking advantage of these, of the businesses and, and places that are like, we're going to use the honor system here where, hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to have the mask on, but they're not like requiring proof of vaccination. People that are like just lying, like, what are you doing, bro? 
Right. Right. Like if you want, if it, I, what I've, what I've always kind of just laughed at is like, if you are not going to wear your mask and complain about those restrictions, then get vaccinated. Cause then you won't have to worry about those. Yeah. Right. But then don't complain about the restrictions and then not get vaccinated. Cause then what, like, what are you doing? So right. that's what I'm saying. If you're not vaccinated, but you're following the restrictions, that's, that's one side of it. But people that are not vaccinated and are complaining about restrictions, it's like they gave you a way to not have to not be restricted and you're not taking it. So like, what are you doing? Right. So, so, so when it comes to me, like I'm not vaccinated. So it's one of those things that is like, oh, a country says I need to be vaccinated to get in. And it's like, I'm not going to say it's bullshit. It's just, it's just your rules. You get yeah. Me? Like, you're like, I, okay, well, I guess yeah. I'm not going. What? Right. Right. But I, I, I want to go. So it's like, if I want to go, then I got to do what I got to do to go. You get me? So then that's what I must do because this is what you believe in. And resp- I respectfully respect that. You know, that's, that's just what it is. I'm not going to argue what I cannot change. You know, it's it's just what it is. It's just what it is. And pe- people need to understand that. And personally, I think people should respect that. Like, sometimes it's like, yes, sometimes it's no. And that's just what it is. And move on from that. Whatever it is that you want to do, if it aligns with their visions and you're okay with that, then do it. Do what you got to do and go home. But don't, I'm not okay with people like uh, wanting to do something and then like for some reason building a whole campaign against them. It's like, dog, shut up. You're not in a position to make the rules. You're in a position to follow them. And that's just what it is. That's just what it is. I think think VT just woke up. What happened? (laughs) No, this goes back to a few few, uh, episodes when we were saying Shikari was in a position to follow rules and to make them. Well, well, listen, emotional. Are we, we going to do this again? No, I, no, no, no. We got to move on. From I'm going resp- to respond to him right now. He keeps saying, he keeps acting like we said she didn't break a rule. We right. all like, acknowledge we all she agree that she broke she, a rule. And yes. she did too. <laughs> yes. But you, but, but, you know, it, it, it's one of those rules that is like, you can slightly overlook it because to me, when when we talk about Olympics, we're talking about performance, right? So when we talk about performance, if weed makes you a better athlete, then everybody will be doing it. Weed doesn't make you a better athlete. Weed does something for you mentally, emotionally, right? So she took it for those purposes not athletically because it clearly has zero evidence that athletically makes you better it might actually okay. hurt a sprinter okay, okay. I, I might have said it, it wrong yeah, i might have, right. I, I might have said it wrong but all these people that are saying they should change the rule they should do this and they should do that they're not in a position to change the rules they're in a position right, to just right, suck right. it up and follow them right 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 you're not 100 but every rule isn't unchanged until a certain amount of people grow together exactly. to go against it. So I, people... I understand their meaning, but I also understand that, you know, it's 2021. It's a different time. It's, 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 a, it's a different, um, there is evidence and there is scientific proof of things that were, didn't exist in the past. And, you know, may, I could understand the protest against it. Um, I'm not... I'm not somebody that I'm not into, like, you know, that type of, like, uh, you know, weed or whatever. You know, people, and I know people that do, and that's fine with me. But, you know, it is 2021, and science has evolved where it has, where it has the ability to say, hey, this does not change the athletic ability of an athlete. And if it doesn't change the athletic ability of an athlete, then maybe you should reconsider your rules on this type of drug. How you want to yeah, say? It? Quote, quote, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you get me, and that—that's what I mean. But I also understand that the rules are rules. But you know, twenty twenty one, baby, it's yeah. maybe well, time to review things. <laughs>
here's an awkward segue. Um, speaking of rules and our Miami conversation earlier, the stuff that's going on right now in Miami in terms of what's the protests in Cuba, it's um yeah, it's something that I understand part of the frustration of Cubans as in they feel like they're the only ones that care about it because in a sense they're not wrong, but it's because it's Miami, right? Like there's such a high concentration of, of Cubans in Miami that it can, it it will obviously feel like you care about it more than anyone else does because that's kind of the, the fact, right? Like there's, there's a higher concentration of you in one place. So obviously you, there's more of you feeling a way about it than than there are in other places. But uh, what I'll say is I think we can all agree. It's not even, I think I know the vast majority agrees us in this chat, people in Miami, People in D.C., as in our our government, everyone agrees what is going on in Cuba is wrong. Those people have been oppressed and starved and stolen from for 60 years now, and they should be free. And that is why I'm so frustrated by the reaction, because people... The minorities, as in the Cuban people, so the Cubans, other Hispanics, Black people, um, I, I haven't really heard anything against like the Asian people as a group, but at, you know, in general, the minorities are fighting with each other when they all fucking agree what's going on over there is wrong and those people should be free. And I'm like, why are you guys fighting with each other? And I'll tell you why they're fighting with each other because some sides are taking this to voice their political opinion. They're turning this into a, Oh, you see, that's why you shouldn't vote Democrat because they're socialists and communists. And this is what happens. And then you got some of these people are like, Oh, we should have had, Trump would have done whatever. I don't even know what the fuck they think Trump would have done, but they're like, Trump would have done something. I'm like, bro, please. It People are taking this to, to make political points, to score political points when it's unnecessary because everybody on both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, agree that those people there should be free. If you want disagreements about how to go about that, that's normal. That's expected. But the people fighting, the minorities fighting against each other on this point is absolutely baffling to me because they actually want the same thing here. Right. There's, you know, the, the you start hearing the embargo is to blame. And this, listen, so, embargo so, or no embargo, that government is would have stolen from those people anyway. Right. Right. So, so. Right? so those people need to be free. That government needs to be taken out of power. Right, I'm finishing right. up right now, Fabi, and then you can jump in. And we all are on the same boat on that. Yeah, Those people should be free. What's going on over there has been going on over there is terrible. It's awful. But the little bit of hope I have is these people have finally decided to rise up and try to do something about it. So when it comes to like the people here, like any 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 everybody to understand that is like uh, freedom and the ability to choose the life you want is above everything else. So when you have somebody else telling you what to do, you're already in the wrong side of things. And anybody here in America saying, "Oh, this is not the embargo," I'm like, wait a minute, until you have been enslaved for the past 62 years in, in, in a country like I kind of you kind of have no right to say me I'm a Colombian I was born in, in Barranquilla Colombia I do not know I do not understand I just know 
and hear about the pain of these people in you know where i live so with that being said you know i must agree with the people here to some degree with especially with the with this embargo and the embargo i think that the cuban government they profit off of that they're like oh yeah you know you send the western union 50 dollars and they keep 20 or they keep 30 yeah. or they keep 40 whatever well look 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 really quick the embargo in theory i understand what the purpose of it was the purpose is we're gonna do this to destabilize their economy yeah and and put so much pressure on their government that they're gonna have no choice but to you know get stop with their bullshit and kind of open things up like that's the idea behind it but the government there has been that embargo has been in place and that government is still stealing from people. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think even if you lifted it, that government would still be stealing from people. Right. That, that was my point. I want freedom for these people 90 miles away. They are 90 miles away. And there are people that come out here and surfboards. And, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be free. Just as, as Darian right now is just how Darian right now is drinking his, his gin and his, pineapple juice or you know what it is he's drinking my, my brother usually well what the fuck is it spindrift orange mango you know he's he's free enough to drink that amen to that god bless to that my brother drinking his fucking bottles of wine while we're recording while i'm drinking my whiskey while i'm living my shit while i'm doing my shit these people that just they just want the same thing they just want to eat they just exactly wanna, you know and and it's like it's not about America and, and, and it's not about what America believes and it's not about their thoughts. It's just these people want to eat. Give them some food. Give them some freedom. Give them what they want. It's not about America right now. America, personally, personally, America can get better because we are in a, in a higher place than the rest of the world. I think we are, Amer- as Americans, we are, nevertheless, as our troubles that we have, we are still higher than everybody else in the world. And these people are, are, are begging, they're on their knees for help for, for something they've never had. And, you know, I don't understand that. I really don't because I'm an American. I'm here drinking my whiskey, doing my show. And I don't understand the struggle that they have, but I really hope that they get what they want. I really hope that this this, this castle regime and all this other bullshit goes down. I really hope they get their freedom. And I really hope that, you know, everything turns out, you know, the way, in a way that it benefits them because that's what they deserve. It's been 62 years where they've been oppressed and they deserve their freedom. And, you know, I, I pray to that, you know, and it's like, I hope to God yeah. that, you, you know, you get, you get that. And it's like, you know, I'm not in a position to make a, a decision where you can get what you want. I'm in a position where I can fall to my knees and pray that you hope that I hope that you get what you want, where you're free. Yeah. And th- that's as much as I can do. That's as much as I can do. And I, I pray to God that it goes well. I'm going to drink my whiskey. I'm going to drink my thing. I'm going to do, do my own thing. You know, I hope for you. Amen for Haiti. And for the things that they're going, I know Haiti's not going through yes. it easy right now. Amen to those people. You know, God bless you all. I love you all. I'm not Haitian. I'm, you know, not related to any Haitian, but it doesn't matter. I know you are going through through shit. And, you know, you know, I love you and God bless you, you know, but there's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to pour this drink for you guys. And I'm going to hope that everything goes well. And I really hope to God that you guys are free and you're able to do whatever you got to do. And, you know, that's as much as I can do for myself. And, you know, you put out as much as information out there as they can, like, you know, freedom, all the great things, you know, I don't want anything bad for anybody. Yeah. Damn, you know, like it's just, it's, 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 I'm in, a, I'm in a situation where I just, I don't know what to do when it's like, you know, like I hope and I pray the best for you. And that's all I can do. And that's all I can do. And, you know, no, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry about that. That's all I can do. But that's what I, as much as I can do, I'm going to push as far as I can. Yeah. And well, I'm no, gonna- that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That it's, 
yeah, we're we're not we're not policymakers. We're not in that kind of position. But yeah. you you supporting them, their 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 uh, I guess their their fight, their fight for freedom. That's all you can do, and I'm sure that's what a lot of them just want. That people just support their fight for freedom. But I I want to go to Viti here because we've talked about it, and I, he and I he and I, especially, I know he also agrees. Yeah. Those people should be free. They want their freedom. They should be free. But he and I have also been kind of frustrated by the reaction because the reaction has just shown so much hypocrisy. I mean, there, there were people, some of the Cuban people that were actively against black lives matter movement. The movement, not the organization. Two different things for anyone that wants to like point to that. Yeah, two different things. The organization's one thing. We're not behind that one. The movement, which is strictly about anti-police brutality and systemic racism, that's another thing. Yes. That's what we're behind. But mm -hmm. uh, the hypocrisy, like some of these Cubans, again, were against that. Uh, not even that they weren't supporting it. They were against it. Right? Then... They, they had nothing to say when Colombia was going through some civil unrest a few weeks ago, Venezuela a few months ago. Yeah. Haiti. Right. So that the hypocrisy has been kind of frustrating because when you look at it, you don't even have to think that that deep about it. When you just look at it for a little bit, just apply a little bit of thought to it. You're like, damn, all these people are going through the same shit and they all want the same thing. They just want to be free. They like Bobby said, they want the freedom to be to do what like what they want to. He was talking like to drink, to to talk, to say what they want, to believe what they want, to pursue what they want. Like, that's all they just want equality, equal rights. They don't want more rights. They just want basic freedoms here. But like I said, I know Viti and I have talked about it and I, I'm going to give it to him now that the, our shared frustration with some of the hypocrisy when it comes to who's seeking freedom, but you know, we're, you were speaking if Fabi, you were speaking about it from a Miami perspective, cause you're, you're living there. I can only speak to what I've seen happening in Miami and I'm from there, but Viti, I know in Orlando, there's been some, some activity and I just kind of wanted, I wanted to go to him on his thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah, there's there's this protest going up literally up the street from not so far from where I'm at. My thing with the whole situation is I think um, certain people care when it pertains to them. Yes. Okay. And that's what I've seen with the Cuban people. Uh, other countries have gone through, you know, political unrest. They've gone through you know, hunger, strikes, protests, and, you know, hard times. And everybody only seems to care when it happens to them or their people. Yes. Uh, now, I can tell you, like, our family, you know, aside from us being Colombian, we're pretty well mixed as well. We're not just Colombian. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, my stepdad from Nicaragua when hurricanes hit over there. Hey, my mom and us were the first people to send stuff out there to, you know, relieve these people. And, not, and you know, we did it because we care. It's not because they are, you know, they're not Colombian, but we helped, you know. And that's what I see. They seen, needed help. That the, they were yeah, they needed help and we helped. Um, same thing with Black Lives Matter. I supported the movement. I'm not black, but I supported the movement. The things going on in Venezuela, I'm not Venezuelan, but I support the people. Okay. Now, the hypocrisy with that we've seen with the Cuban people is just that. It, they didn't care, but now that it's really affecting them and it's out in the spotlight, now they care. But it's because there's, it's their people. Now, I'm not going to say everybody's like that. This is much more from a, a perspective of the old generation. Because a lot of the new people now, they're not like that. A lot of the younger people, not new people. The younger people, they're not like that. They they actually they they have a think different th way of thinking. That was my, my problem when I was living in Miami. When I would hear all these older Cubans 
talk about ah oh, the states are this and the states are crap. I hate this place, blah blah blah. But as soon as you tell them, well, then go back to Cuba. Oh no 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 no. So I didn't understand the the, the hypocrisy was through the roof, and it still is through the roof for some people. You know, I do. I mean, I hope things do get better. Um, I mean, everybody deserves a chance to live, and everybody's pretty much just suffering and dying out there. Uh, not just there, but like how you guys said, the protests in Colombia, Venezuela. You know, even though they don't show it, I'm pretty sure North Korea, the North Korean people are going through some shit over there too. You know, but in in order for it to to get better, I think everybody needs to be on the same page and realize that it's not just happening to their people. It's happening everywhere. Okay, and that's one thing the Cuban people need to get to their heads. All right? It's not just happening to you guys. It's happening everywhere. Yeah. So let me ask you this because um, th- the, the th- common thread I've seen when, when it pertains to the Cuban people and, and what's gone over there is when 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 it came to this is a generalization, obviously, but when it came to their opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement and they're protesting the flaws in America, their response, again, generally generalized, but the response appeared to be, well, it's not you guys don't have it that bad. Right. It's like. What we had to deal with was worse. And I feel like that is the heart of the issue here that a lot of people, because it's not just, this isn't just the Cubans that now a lot of people, like you said, they think, well, we had it worse where we were or where we're from has it worse. And I think you were kind of going in this direction. So I just kind of want giving you a chance to elaborate, but it's who are you to speak to who has it worse? Right. Like not having equal rights, not having freedom. That's, you know, how you want to get into the specifics of it. That, OK, but not having those equal rights, not having freedom, that affects anyone that's victimized by that. Right. Anyone that's not given those equal rights and not given that freedom, they're all affected by that. So I've always found it kind of unfair when people start comparing their oppression and it's like, you're being oppressed though. Like being oppressed is being oppressed. And if you're yeah. going to start getting into the weeds of how, how bad or to the degrees that you were oppressed, that makes no sense to me. Like you're being oppressed and you all want the same thing. And that's why the fighting just gets frustrating to me. So, so I, I, I'm, I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to, I'll tell you this. Like, um, Dog shit, horse shit, cow shit, cat shit, fish shit, raccoon shit. It is shit. Exactly. What What do they have in common? They're all what? They're all shit. So it's it's one of the things that is like people are some sometimes missing the bigger picture, and it's and it's like. Oppression, period. That's it. There's there's nothing more than that. There's not. Oh, you have it worse than me. Oh, this is because I'm worst. This is this and this is that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because I, as an American citizen, Colombian, have it great. I go to the beach on Sundays. Bitches on deck. I do this. I do that. These people don't have food. No matter where you're from, doesn't matter where you're from. If you're hungry, you're hungry. Hunger does not have a single bit of recognition of where you're from. You're hungry, you're hungry. And, and they're not period. allowed to they're not allowed to complain about being hungry. Period. You're hungry, you're hungry. Period. I don't care where you're from. You need to eat. You need to eat. And and that's the part that, that, that yeah, it's like, okay, if you're hungry, don't worry about nothing else. You're hungry. You need to eat. Period. Don't worry about nothing else. Worry about, you know, eating. And, and that's a state like Cuban, you know, Haitian, 
it doesn't it doesn't matter where where it is you're being oppressed oppression is oppression and you know god god from my from my mouth to god's ears like i hope everybody's free as as free as i am as free as darian as my brother as d'angelo as free as the guado boys is to drink this whiskey like on this guado how we should everybody should everybody should have that ability and you know yeah. that's all I, that's all i want for the world and you know i i don't i don't want to i don't want to be labeled as oh you're from this poli- you know political group or you're from this political group. no i'm from the political group where everybody needs to eat period and that's what it is yeah and you know amen to that and i hope and i pray i fall to my knees that everything goes great just how just how <laughs> just how <laughs> I, 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 I want to see where this goes just how my dog giannis the greek freak <laughs> you know save it it's save going, it, it. going ways above me you know like there's there's a lot there's there's a there's a lot of roads in this world and right now <laughs> i'm gonna switch topics right quick no hold on hold on we're we're gonna we're oh, gonna wait. dedicate we're gonna dedicate time to Giannis. i i I, I don't mean to like hold you back. We're going to dedicate time to that. I just wanted to give Viti a, a chance to like kind of elaborate or respond a little bit to what we've added on to this discussion about Cuba. No, last thing I'm going to say. Okay. What my brother said, everybody needs to eat on all that stuff. And people are going to tell you, the Cubans are going to tell you that they've been oppressed for 60 something years. And that's what, you know this and that and it might not be the same thing as black lives matter but they've been oppressed but guess what black lives matter goes back a lot longer than 62 years and it comes all the way up to today uh for most of these cubans uh, especially those here in miami or in the states general uh, most of y'all came over here got your stuff for free meaning your green card and all that stuff and you know the ones that live in Hialeah, you're not being suppressed uh you're not being you know, killed, you're not being singled out. African-Americans in this country, I don't know if they they know this, but they are being killed in California. They are being killed in Minnesota. They are being killed in Wisconsin. They are being killed in here. When they get here, they don't have to worry about that. They haven't been coming here for a minute as well. though. uh, Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, they get here, they don't worry about it. The oppression stops. American, African Americans live here. They're from here. They're being oppressed here for hundreds of years, and it still continues. And they're being killed everywhere. Right. So I'm not trying to say one thing is worse than the other. Neither of them is good. But you can actually tell what's going on. So well, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the whole fact that some humans didn't didn't you know support the movement. You know what it is? It comes out to education. It, it comes out to education. If you don't know what's going on, maybe you shouldn't talk about it so much. Yeah, um, well, yeah. when we've not to, we're not going to get into a discussion about another conflict here, but when a few weeks ago, what Favi just said is exactly what he and I said in our group chat when the Israel and Palestine conflict was kind of at a new height recently we mm. both said and i was quoting from from somebody it was bomani jones of espn brilliant guy he said if i can't answer a follow-up question i'm not gonna voice an opinion and that i think that just speaks to your what you just said it's with that particular conflict it was like i don't know that much about it so i'm not gonna pick a side here yep uh, like I'm not, I I don't I, I don't. There's so many things going on there that I am not going to voice an opinion here. I'm like, let me stay out of that one. I pray that you guys find some peace and that people stop getting killed on both sides of it. But I'm not taking a strong position either way. But when it comes to this, what Viti was just saying, I think just kind of harps on what I mentioned earlier, which is like. I know, Viti, you weren't trying to compare. You weren't trying to say what black people have faced in the U.S. is worse than what the Cubans are facing in Cuba. Like, that's not what we were doing. You were just highlighting what we said earlier, which is it makes no sense to compare 
your oppression. Like you're oppressed, you're oppressed. You want freedom, you should have freedom, right? And if you want to fight for freedom, you have our support. You have my support for sure in your fight for freedom. Um, it's just frustrating to, when people start comparing their oppression. It's like, no, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't compare it. You no, guys- you shouldn't. It's like, okay, what's worth? What's worse, dog shit, cow shit, cat shit? Exactly. Giraffe shit? No, it's still shit. Period. That's it. That's where it ends. <laughs> after last week where we were saying i wasn't really feeling the nba finals i was like i haven't really i I haven't been able to get into it and the games were blowouts uh we got two really good games the last two games yeah (laughs) and this shit got exciting real quick uh last night game five um fabi I, I held you back a little bit because you were about to start getting into this. Man. Now's your time to shine. The I'm going to say this. All those Greeky freaky haters and people supporting CP3. I support CP3. However, you lost, you lost. Every other celebrity is supporting CP3, whatever. <laughs> Man. Let me tell you, the Bucks are doing their thing. Drew Holiday stole that ball. People are always ta- they're, they're talking about that the alley oop to Giannis. Listen, the whole play, Giannis, the whole play from the steal to the alley oop was amazing. Listen, people can Giannis can jump high and he can slam the ball. Drew Holiday showed yes. he took out he put down his pants and said, "My balls are bigger than yours." I'm <laughs> I'm going to take this ball from you. You you share this with Kendall Jenner. I'm going to snatch this ball from you. I'm going to alley-oop it to my dog Giannis, the Greek freak, and he's going to slam it down. Listen, man, they were all about business, and they went in there and they did their thing. Much respect because people always say that defenses win championships, not just in Soccer, football, any sport, basketball, it doesn't matter. Defense wins championships. And kind of, that's what it was about last night. Both teams were shooting hot. Both teams were, were shooting lights out, make, shot very high percentages. And then at the very end, it came down to a defensive play. Like, yep. Um, D'Angelo is so lucky he's not here. Because I'm going to, but I'm going to snitch on him anyways. In our group chat, in our group chat, with about 40 seconds left in that game, the Bucks were up two, yep. I believe. No, yep. they were up one. They were up one. I'm sorry. They were up oh, one. Too, they were up one. It was 120 to 119. Giannis had two free throws. He missed both. D'Angelo Texas, in all caps, Giannis sucks. Okay. He missed it. Suns bring the ball back down. Devin Booker, ISO on PJ Tucker. Drew Holiday with the steal. The alley-oop to Giannis. And I was like, who sucks? And a couple series ago, when I said, and Viti and I were saying, hey, uh, I think the Bucks." have a good shot against the nets and drew holiday was a reason we are pointing to that and yeah. d'angelo was saying drew holiday is whack drew holiday is not that good drew holiday this drew holiday that drew holiday what do you do yesterday what do you do what do you do in against atlanta when Giannis was out like yo i tried I, I tried to tell him he's lucky he's not here i tried to tell him Drew Holiday is a real deal. Giannis is a top three player in the world, maybe. Like, he's up there. Um, that team's good. That team's for real. You have to account. You, you can't ignore that their failures in the playoffs 
could have been stepping stones to this, right? Like, yeah, they failed in the playoffs, but they also got like one step further each time. If you think about it now, culmination of, of all of it, there were, yeah, there were injuries, whatever, but they still took care of business. They Giannis was out against the Hawks and they still took care of business. And here they are a game away from the finals. And one thing we, we were saying before the finals started was either way, like one of the, one of, I guess I, I try to stay away from the corny side of sports, right? Cause I know they can get kind of cliche and kind of corny sometimes, but in this case, we were saying this finals, one of the good things is we're going to have someone that you can be feel really good for someone you can be actually happy for either Chris Paul or Giannis. Cause Giannis is just like such a likable, nice guy, humble guy, fun loving guy. Like it's to me, he's, he's impossible to hate. Well, Chris he's Paul, been, you know, Giannis is the symbol of, you don't need a super team or try to create a super team to win the championship. So he is, he is not only a you know a player that's liked. He's a symbol of things, to some degree. I mean, when was the last time that a super team didn't win a championship? Um, last year. Again, the Lakers, bro. They had two. They had two star players. That's always been the case. The but year it, before that, the Raptors. Come won. on, but but the, that <laughs> counts as a super team. How they got two guys? The rest of that team is like average. If if maybe LeBron and AD weren't looked at the same, you get me? Like they were, they're looked at as like super. What team has not have? A single, only one superstar. And not, but not just that, but the, the media has been arguing about the Bucks having a superstar. Really? Because they have been saying that Middleton is better than Giannis. All right, so doesn't that elevate Middleton into that star conversation? No, it doesn't because it doesn't solidify him. People, people know who's a superstar and people know who's not. And well, but if, if, Giannis, if Giannis is like universally seen as a superstar player and people are trying to argue Middleton's better. Doesn't that elevate Middleton? It, it does elevate his play, but it doesn't solidify his play because like, again, I think, I think you mentioned it like throughout the entire season, he really wasn't mentioned until the past 15 games. Oh, if that Middleton's good, everyone knows he's good, but, yeah, I've I found it absurd that it w- he was being mentioned as being better than Giannis. Like, bro, stop. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Um, but I mean, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are two very, very good players. But I know what you mean. I know it, it's not the same thing as LeBron and AD, uh, Steph, Clay, and and Durant, LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. Garnett, Pearson, Allen. It, it doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. But but Holiday and, and Middleton are very, very, very good players. And that was my point. That was Viti and I's point. You guys were sleep like D'Angelo was more vocal about it, but he was like sleeping on them. I'm like, bro, Middleton and Holiday are really good. So I don't know what your problem is. But he's so lucky he's not here. I, I wish he was here. He'd be getting destroyed right now. Real. But Viti, let me ask you this. You picked the right. Suns to win, right? He I did. I still have him winning. I mean, I, mean, I, I picked them too because Giannis's injury scared me. But how are you feeling about your prediction? We're on the, um, you and I are on the brink of being wrong here. It's It's kind of sad. Everyone is always, you know, wrong once in a while. Uh, it's still not over. It's still not over. It's still not over. You know? Have, not... I honestly think Milwaukee's going to end the next week. Milwaukee. I mean, game, game six is in Milwaukee. I was like, oh, shit. This this might be over on Tuesday. Milwaukee's, but... Milwaukee's ready. Go ahead, Vito. Hey, Sorry. Uh, uh, the Suns are getting ready. I mean, they, they know what they're facing up, you know. 
they 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 have to sit back and look at the tape of this last game and just find a different way to approach it. You know, uh, I think it'll go all seven games. I, I, yeah, I had it at seven before the series started, but the Bucks being up and it going back to Milwaukee, if the Suns pull it off, like I, I would, I'm not putting it past them that they could pull it off, but if they pull it off, that'd be very impressive. Now, let me ask you this, the Chris Paul side of things. He was getting dragged because he was not really doing too much, but he did finish strong. I mean, he hit two threes. He hit the, he hit the shot to cut it to one. He scored like 10 points in the fourth. Um, so he kind of, he, <laughs> he kind of saved himself from getting like really killed in the, you know, social media wise uh, with his last, with like the last three minutes or so in that game. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know because he, I don't know if he, I know he's injured, but he's uh-huh. been injured and he looks just the last couple of games. He's looked like less effective than he has in earlier rounds when he was again, injured. Yeah, I know. But I think, I mean, even if he would have screwed up the last game, the last, let's say 10 minutes, it would have gotten dragged by people and, you know, the comments and all that stuff. He has that ability, especially now that he has, you know, they're off today and tomorrow. So he still has time to maybe recoup a little. Yes, he's been injured for a while, but he has that ability that he can come back and bite you in the ass. You know, he can come back and show off this next game, show up and, you know, show out. So, like I said, I'm, I'm still rooting and, and, and saying they're going to win it. Um, it'll go to seven games. Uh, no, nah, don't get me wrong. I'd be happy if 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 Giannis wins it. You know, I think he's a deserving player of it. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, everybody expected Milwaukee to be there. Uh, I sure as hell did not expect the Suns to be there. So, it is what it is now. Now, let me ask, let me ask both of you this one. Because I thought this was funny, one of one of the reporters in the press conf- the post game press conference yesterday, I don't know if you guys saw this, asked Devin Booker. Now let mind you, Devin Booker has scored about eighty points the last two games, and has been going off the last couple of games, playing out of his mind, leaving everything out there, and he was asked, "How upset do you feel?" for Chris Paul last night. And I was like, last question. Yeah. He didn't answer. He looked at the guy. He made the face you just made and said, next question. But I was, <laughs> like, like, like if he's not frustrated <laughs> for himself, like get the fuck out of here. I know. Like, yeah, every, everybody here is, everybody here is it, everyone on in Phoenix and on the Suns is here to serve Chris Paul. Like, bro. <laughs> and, and then, and then you wonder, and, wow. and then you wonder, hey, why do some people get annoyed by Chris Paul? It's not even his own fault. It's because you ask dumbass questions like that. Yeah. Like Chris Paul had, had nothing to do with that. And now he's going to be negatively spoken about or affected yeah. by that question. Because he was yep. just like, what the fuck yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. that? That's a Typical. stupid ass question. He should be frustrated on Typical his media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. It's typical media, you know, trying to put people up against each other. So. Teammates. Teammates yeah. against each other, like what? Like what did you? What did you want? What did you think he was gonna say? Oh well, I scored forty and he didn't do shit for thirty-eight minutes, so fuck him. Like is that what you thought he was gonna say? Like get the get the hell out of here. They love <laughs> the drama, man. They love the drama. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. It, it it is. It's stupid as fuck, and it's and it's and it's like, come on, man. Like, like he's. Like whether Drew, Drew Holiday bullied him out of that steal for the alley oop, it doesn't matter. Man, there he's out there doing what he can do, and it's like you cannot hold them accountable for the frustrations other players have or or you think might have. And it's like, come on, man! Like let let that young man play. What was funny? What makes it even funnier is Chris Paul was sitting next to him. It was like, uh, oh, dude, why, Chris, why Paul can't you like, ask what? him? What? Yeah, like, did like, do you want to just ask him how frustrated he is? Like, why the fuck are you asking me how yeah. frustrated he is? he is? He's sitting six inches from me. Ask him how frustrated he is. For real. <laughs> who, who was this reporter? 
I have no idea who it was. Somebody I just, that I, wants clearly like drama. <laughs> this is Fox Sports. Yo, you know, ESPN, I wouldn't put it past ESPN asking a dumbass. Me neither. Like, it, just, it, it's, 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 it doesn't matter what media it is. It's, it's just the fact that it's a stupid ass question. <laughs> it was just, yeah. I, I thought it was fun. like Booker's comment, his reaction was just funny. But Ooh. I will say, I think we all agree here. Uh, a, a week, just a week ago, we were like, I can't get into these finals. Why am I not so into it? And the last, the two games this week, we're great, and I feel like we're all fully invested now. So hopefully yeah. we get a good game six, which I think we will because the Suns are desperate, right? And the Bucks, the Bucks are going to want to end it. They, they have to want to end it. They don't want to go back to Phoenix three for a game seven. I mean, they, they just won there, so they're not going to be scared. But if you can end it at home and not give that team any hope, you have to be going for that. Thanks for joining us this week on the Triple S Express show with the Grotto Boys. Listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow on Spotify. You can follow, rate, and review on Apple. Uh, follow our Instagram. We'll keep you posted uh, with any and all updates. Thank you. <laughs>